And it's funny because as I was going through this journey, I remember so many times thinking that I was like broken. Like, I'm like, why can I not just like stick to this one thing? Or like, why is it so difficult? Why have I had to dip my toe in all these different things? And it's funny because when I found human design, I learned about my six profile and like the first 30 years of my life, that's literally exactly what they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be trial and error. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Witchy Wellness Radio, the show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way they are leading the way. And today we're talking with Stacey Geisel all about using human design as a cheat code to discover your divine blueprint and accelerate your personal development. More about Stacey. She is the founder of Evolve Beyond Limits, a mystery school that has helped countless women balance and activate their divine blueprint so that they can step into a life of freedom, liberation, and inner peace. Stacy considers herself a modern day mystic, specializing in DNA activation through the use of human design, shamanism, tantra, Ayurveda, and the chakra system. She uses her knowledge and years of study in these areas to assess her clients in making internal changes necessary for them to reconnect to who they truly are, rekindle their enthusiasm for life, and lead them down a transformational path of self mastery and personal growth. Beautiful intro bio. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the show, Stacy. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited to connect with you and your community and just see what magic comes of this conversation. Yes, yes, yes. I know all the stars have aligned and we're ready to record today. We had some universal technical issues this earlier this week and this third time's a charm and that's how I know it's going to be a good one is because everything had to perfectly align for us to be able to hold the space together and let it let it unfold as it needs to and I would love to start off with asking you know how did you get into this beautiful work I know there's not one just straight line here on this heroines or heroes journey (laughs) but how did how did you get to helping people really learn to work with their own energies, if you will, like human design in order to live a life of freedom and liberation? Oh, such a good question. And you're right, not a straight path by any means, as it very, very rarely is. And it's funny because as I was going through this journey, I remember so many times thinking that I was like, broken. Like, I'm like, why can I not just like stick to this one thing? Or like, why is it so difficult? Why have I had to dip my toe in all these different things? And it's funny because when I found human design, I learned about my six profile and like the first 30 years of my life, that's literally exactly what they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be trial and error. And I'm like, why could I not have known this earlier so that I didn't feel like a complete failure over it? and over and over again and like I could have understood that this is part of the path and all of these pieces that I've collected along the way would ultimately bring me to my mission to my purpose in this life and so um all of that to say that I'll I'll try to make a very long story pretty short is I started in nursing um I actually I went to school for nursing because at 21 I was like I'm so behind in life 
I like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I know I want to help people. And the only thing I know how to help people is like nursing, go be a doctor. Like they only teach you so many things. Right. And so I was like, I'll go be a nurse because they're respected. You can get a job anywhere. Like it was very, it was a very like safe, logical choice for me. So I thought, because like looking back, I'm like, I had never stepped foot in a medical anything and I was like, I'm just going to go to nursing school <laughs> because why not? And so, yeah, why not? Right. Um, and so after like seven years of, of nursing, I just like had this feeling. I was like, I'm good at it. Yes. And there's something missing. Like it just doesn't feel like this is the path for me. I don't know what that path is. And I call this though. So that was around like 28, um, I like to call this the quarter life crisis that no one talks about. Like everyone has a quarter life crisis. Everyone talks about like the midlife crisis, but the quarter life crisis is when you have followed the path that everyone told you you're supposed to follow. Like you got the job, like or you went to school, you got the job, you're married, right? Like you bought the house, you did the thing. Some people have kids, we hadn't at that point. But it's like, and then you're like, what have I done? <laughs> right? Like you have this moment that you're like, I don't even like what I'm doing, but I've spent all this money doing like to get this degree. And so now I have to do it. And it's ingrained in us that, you know, like you just get a job and it doesn't, ha you don't have to love it. You just got to do it. Right. And then someday you'll retire from it. And someday you're going to be able to, you know, do the things that you want to do in life. And that just never felt like something that I could pursue. And so I had my quarter life crisis and was just like, ended up starting, um, a business that I was doing fitness for special needs. Um, always really into like the body and like health and wellness, and then started like utilize that to become, that was my breadcrumb to get into nutrition coaching. As I got into that, we went down the road of holistic health coaching because as I was a nutrition coach, I became, I mean, I quite frankly, I would, it was hard for me to like, I wouldn't have said this then, but now I can look back and be like, I was definitely on the verge of an eating disorder and just like becoming obsessed with the way that my body looked, the way that like all these things. And I just remember that I was crumbling. Like on the outside, I looked like I had all these things. Like I had a thriving business, two of them actually. We lived on the lake. Like I was in this place of like, my body, I had the six pack that everybody always wants. Like I've got these good friends around. I've got all this stuff. And on the inside, I was like, I hate myself. Like, I hate this life that I've created. I feel like, and I couldn't put words to it then. It just felt so heavy and so inauthentic that I was like, I need to get help. And so I started, um, working with a coach and like just really went down the holistic health path. And from there, it just went deeper and deeper into the fact that like we have these four bodies that we're always navigating. We've got our physical body and our mental body and our emotional body and our energetic body. And we can't just focus on one. Like we, it's this whole, we have to become this whole being. And so that led me more into like the energetics and learning all these different things. And, uh, and then human design was actually, it was really the last thing to come about. And, um, it was one of those things that I actually tried not to get into it. Like I was like, yeah, this is cool. Don't really care. Like, and, and then like, you know, like those, those things that you 
are meant for you. Like you can't get away from them. And it just kept like knocking at my door and knocking at my door. Um, and I finally gave into it when I saw the, the profound impact that it could have not only on individuals and learning how, like learning about themselves and like your authenticity and how you're meant to move throughout the world, but how those dynamics work within relationships, whether, and, and that's, that's the piece that just took me over the edge because I was like, I think a lot of times when we're on this personal development journey, you go like, you learn a lot about yourself and that's very cool. And you kind of go in this little hole (laughs) and then like you emerge and you're like, oh shit, there's other people involved in this process. And like, it's not that simple when you start working with these other energies and like all of that. So that like really took me over the edge. And I was like, oh, if we can use this like very tangible system to help people understand not only themselves, but the relationships that they're in, the relationships that they're creating and like they're navigating. Whoa. So anyway, there's a long story to where how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) and ever unfolding too and I love what you said about the relationship part because I think when you go through these kind of journeys or crises crises or dark nights of the soul or whatever you want to call it you realize there's a lot of unhealthy relationships or people who end up just leaving your life but now once you kind of know who you are or like know the the way that things work if you will you still have to be a part of society in a way in relationships with, with people, short-term, long-term acquaintances, close people. And it's like, who do I get? Who am I in those situations? Because sometimes it's so easy to be able to just be love and light and, and just be by yourself. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's been in a relationship knows like it's hard to show up as your your true self sometimes and especially going home for the holidays or being with your family, what you, who you grew up with, that's the most spiritual thing I think you can do is see how, how you can use these practices when going home to a place where you so ingrained to who you used to be, like, like who created all these subconscious habits when you were a child. Mm, so yeah. I love what you said, because I think some people um can be on their spiritual high horse but they can spiritually bypass actually having connections with people because xyz they're not on this path they don't understand this work or you know, whatever it may be you mm-hmm. they avoid connecting if you will with people yeah and i think that you're seeing this on like a on a um a like consciousness level, but like at like a, um, just on a grand scale is you're just, you're watching the separation between people happen. And it is like, it's the separation that I, I mean, I noticed too, and like a lot of the, the spiritual world and different things, again, everybody wants to think they're love and light and like red flag. If you think you're nothing but love and light, like you're missing the point of being a human. Like we are, we're all of it. We're every emotion and we're meant to experience every emotion. And so we're seeing this, like, it's like, well, you just don't understand. It's like, no, our job is to create unity. Like that is what we're here to do. And that isn't always going to be an easy process. And I say like, you, you will test your spirituality 
when you walk away from the altar, when you walk out into, into your life, when you do go into those situations, cause you're so right. Like it becomes, you know, when I was going through a lot of this, it was like, I realized where I would show up like the most authentically it was in groups that nobody knew who I was before. Right. And then it's like, and, but then you do, you go home or, you know, I've been married to my husband for 14 years and his family's known me since I'm 18. And so like through their lens, a lot of times, like that's still who you are. And to be able to show up authentically, even though there's all of these, like this, this conditioning and these past defenses that we have like created within our relationships to be able to show up that way it will change the game, but at first it's going to be really uncomfortable. It's going to be really uncomfortable for you and them, but somebody has to lead the way. And if you want your, if you want people to come with you on this journey, if you would like people to show up differently, like that's on you, you have to go first. And I think that we love to tell people what to do. <laughs> like You just have to do this. You just have to do this. But then there's this integrity issue because then you show up in these relationships, you show up in these things and you've reverted back to the person that you used to be. And they're like, why on earth would I ever do what you're doing? Because clearly it's not working. Like clearly you are no different than you've ever been. And so it's like, how do we become the role models in our life? And when we see something in somebody, whether it be your parents or whoever, you know, that we're like, oh, that drives me crazy. Like, I wish that they were different. It is an opportunity for you to go deeper into that thing and to show them that there is a different way. And, you know, I remember doing that with my husband. I was like, gosh, he's so emotionally unavailable. Um, He needs to really work on his emotion, like expressing emotions. But I was sitting there and I was like a brick wall. Like you were not getting in. And so it's just kind of like, I had to recognize that about myself. And then I was like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to be the one that goes first, to lead the way, to be vulnerable first, to be open first and show, like pave the path that makes it easier for them to come with you. That doesn't guarantee they will, right? It doesn't guarantee that they will. And I think that's one of the hardest things about this process is that you don't know who's coming and you don't know who's who you're going to leave behind. Um, that was probably really poor wording because I think that's that like hits people really hard because you're really not leaving them behind. They have a choice too, but it's like you don't get to choose. And I think that's the scariest part of walking, like really walking your talk is that there are going to be people who don't come. And oftentimes it's the ones you thought for sure were coming. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's for me, at least in that, that part of the journey is learning that I have to put me, me first and put my own vibration first and, and really healing that codependent part of me, right. Or the people pleaser part of me and, and just seeing in relationships, it's amazes me the more it's so clear, the more that I am in my power, the more that I am in my alignment and doing the work, some relationships just are completely amplified and so much better. And then other relationships, I know in the past, because I'm no longer in those relationships, romantic or friendships, the more I'm in my power and the more that I deepen my own you know, self-love, the less compatible it was. It wasn't like I was trying to change the other person. It was the more that I did commit to myself. It was just very clear 
how everything would, you know, play out, maybe not at the time, because I didn't want it to be that way, but really letting go, like you said, of the outcome and then realizing you can't change the other person. Mm-hmm. Like I know Abraham, um, I listened to a ton of Abraham and I know one of the things that they always say about relationships, like a vows that you can make to a partner or marriage is like, I like you well enough. Let's see how this goes. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's all it is, is like, okay, I can't control you. I control my own vibration and my own growth. And mm-hmm. let's just, I like you good enough. Let's see how it goes and, and let go and not have to. And that's the same thing I think for life too, is not trying to control and white knuckle everything down to the granular level, which we all would love to do. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. We would definitely love that. And, and I couldn't agree more. I think one of the and quite frankly, it was probably one of the most the most difficult things that I have ever like experienced on this journey is the power of choosing you and, you know, like recognizing that if it comes down to, and I, I've, I've said this in my marriage and I've like, and it's in with friendships and ultimately like, if you, if you make me choose between me and you, I'm always going to choose me. So like I, and, and that is so hard to live. It's easy to say it's really difficult to live because again, choosing me means that, that, that might not be the relationship that I thought it was. It might mean that that person doesn't come with me any longer. It might mean all of these things, but ultimately Every time I choose you over me, I'm building resentment. I'm building bitterness. Like there are these things that are building in that relationship that are going to, it's going to crumble at some point anyways. And like, I just, it's not fair for anybody, you know? Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. And I would love to jump into more of the human design aspect, because I think before we know how to put ourselves first, before we kind of can dive into that part. I know human design is a huge part in your practice and helping other people like, okay, how do we kind of function? What are the energies that we're literally built with? How can we best support ourselves? What are things to look out for? What are our superpowers? That kind of helps us build this foundational knowledge so we can start to tune into what does even intuition feel like for me? And, and be able to put ourselves first. So if you could give us a rundown on human design and I guess how you use it when you help other people and your clients. Yeah, I would love to. So for, for some people are familiar with human design, some people aren't. Um, and essentially human design, I consider it just like your divine blueprint. It's who you were born to be before like you became who you thought you had to be. Right. And so it's this really beautiful and I don't like things that put people into boxes. Um, and because I think that sometimes we can utilize those things as, um, defenses or excuses to just stay the same. Like that's just the way that I am. Well, if it's destructive, then that does not need to be the way that you are. Like you're choosing to do that. And this was something that I really love about human design. If you go on and you can go to my website or anywhere and you get your human design chart, you're going to notice that there's some of the chart that is colored in. There's some that is um, white space. The whole chart is you. And essentially, there's there's five different types in human design. That's like the first layer. Um, and 
the way that it works is that everybody in the collective is meant to be this unique puzzle piece. And we're all meant to fit together. And unfortunately, because of the way that things are, um, and it, it's okay, we're learning through this, we're growing through this, nobody knew any better, but it's a matter of like, we're always trying to get people to be more like us rather than really empowering them to be themselves and and like just just honor all the things that they have to give. So you see this chart and you're like, what the heck is this? Because that's what most people are like, oh my God. And, and then this is where I come in. But essentially all the defined pieces of your chart, which is the the spots that are that are colored in, this is what you radiate out into the world. It's where you're more consistent. You're like the, it's like the radio signal that you're putting out to the world and you're meant to teach these things. But even within those colored defined spaces, you have a very high vibration that you can be operating at that is empowering to you. It's empowering to the people around you. Or there's a low vibration that you can be operating at that is very destructive to both yourself and the people around you. And you're radiating it one way or the other. So it's our responsibility to be aware of, am I radiating the high vibration or am I radiating the low vibration? And if I am low vibration in this, like, okay, I know how to shift. I know how to come back. I know where I want to be. Um, and even when people know these things about you, it's really fun because it's, it takes away the personal of it. It's like, and you can kind of laugh at yourself. Like this is where the self-love piece comes in because you're like, okay, I see it. Like, yep. Like I'm not going to take this personal. I just know that like, this is where I'm at and I know that I can shift. So let's move, right? <laughs> like let's move out of it. Um, so you have that, and then you have all this undefined space and the undefined space is the white space in your chart. And this is where you're truly limitless. This is where you learn from everybody around you. This is like you start to develop your stories and what is like who you are um, through like observation and through your relationships and through these different things. And you get to fill this space with whatever you want. And so the way that I like to um, really talk about this part is like the white space in your chart is like an empty bucket. And you get to fill it with whatever you want. Now, when I'm working with people, the first step and why we start with you, regardless of the relationships, the most important relationship you have in your entire life is the relationship you have with yourself, is it's where we often hold the most, most of our stories. Most of the things that are holding us back are held in these buckets because we have been, that's what we've been taught. And so we have to go into the buckets and be like, okay, well, this one is no longer serving me. So we're going to pluck that one out of the bucket. We're going to pour the bucket out and we're going to fill it with something different. We're going to fill it with something that is serving me. And three years down the road, we might need to refine that bucket again. And we, and so you just need to keep evolving in this and which I think is such a beautiful thing and why I love the human design system, because it's fluid. It, it grows with you. It evolves with you. It's never the stagnant chart that like, this is it. Like it, it just doesn't work like that. So that's kind of the, the, the little bit of a basis of what it is. And like I said, I really, it's the first step to everything that I do because it allows you to, it's like a cheat code. It truly is of you being like, of, of what you're, all the ways in which you're so amazing. And I think for 
everybody, not just women, but especially women, like women will tell me all day long what's wrong with them. And they really struggle to tell me what's so great about them. And so part of what I do in the beginning is like, can we see, like, can I get you to see through the lens of all the people who are looking at you and think that you're so amazing? Like, can I get you to see that too? Because when you start to step into that, like you said, the game changes, like everything changes for the better. Um, so that's a little bit, but let me know, like, what else you want me to go into detail on? Yeah. Um, no, it's such a beautiful way to, to communicate that human design. And that's, you know, it's based for so many things. Like it's based in astro- astrology too. Like there, it pulls from so many different ancient practices and I'm more familiar with astrology, but it's my, my belief is the same thing. It's like, here are the energies we came into the world with and then we get to continue to grow and and fill those buckets up with what we want but it's like from my perspective it was like we chose to come into this lifetime based on these certain energies so we can be prepared to learn xyz we might not know in what detail what life we're coming into but we we know that it sets us up to this like ripe opportunity for us to expand and to grow and to learn. And I think that's like what astrology and human design, it shows us like these are those energies that we decided to come into this, this being this lifetime with, which is just so cool to me, but, but it's changeable. It's supposed to be, like you said, it's not keeping you in the box. It's, it's setting you up to propel you outside and beyond. (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think there's um so many lessons that we we come to learn or and it's just a really beautiful thing to have these tools. You know, I think about this all the time. I'm like, you know, I was going through a hard moment. <laughs> I go through hard moments all the time, but it's <laughs> a specific one. And I I had like a practice and then I have a really good friend who's into astrology and I have different things. And, you know, I was like, I reached out for help and was like, Hey, is there like something going on? You know, like with what the energies, like what's happening. And she was like, yeah, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember sitting in just profound gratitude because I think when you are on this journey in any way, you really start to take for granted the fact that you have these tools And that's all they are, is they're tools to help you have a better understanding so that you can shift out of that low vibration into a higher vibration much faster, right? Like, and I sometimes forget that there's so many people in this world and in the collective that don't have these tools, that think that life just has to be this way. And this is just the way that life is. And so I guess for your listeners, like, because you're listening to this, (laughs) This is, you probably have some tools, right? Like, and like to maybe just hit your knees in gratitude um, today and remind yourself that like, what a freaking gift it is to have that because there's so many people who don't. And when you don't share with other people, you know, I've put out things. I remember texting my sister one time, I'm like, Hey, crazy energy. Like, this is what you might see um, out and about. And she like messaged me. I think it was two days later and she's like, I'm so glad that you messaged me that because 
I handled situations so different than I would have handled in the past because I had this, I had an explanation as to maybe why this person is struggling with this. And she was able to come at it with like more grace and compassion rather than just being frustrated and annoyed and just being like, ah. Um, and so like, don't be afraid to share. Don't be afraid to share these things that you like, because man, like you never know when it's exactly what somebody's going to need to hear. And I think, you know, we can be afraid of being judged and all the things like, what are they going to think if I share this? I don't care when something comes up in my mind, when somebody comes up in my mind, when a thought comes up, like an intuitive download, whatever that's about somebody else, I always share it. And like, when I have a dream about someone, always share it. Like, I do not take that lightly. And it's just like, I don't care what you do with it. I don't care if it means anything to you, but to me, it's my responsibility to be a channel for that. And like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, that could completely alter, you know, your day, your life, your this, I don't really care, but just don't be afraid to to share those things when you get that hit of like, man, I really feel like this could benefit somebody in my life. Even this podcast, like that you're putting on and like, share this with people share it. When you hear an episode and you're like, goodness gracious, this really reminds me of this person. You don't know if they're going to listen. Who cares? Who cares? But they might, and it might change their life. Yep. Totally, totally. And that's why I started the podcast years ago, to be honest, was like, I had grown and learned and so many intuitive downloads from other people's podcasts and books and things that I've seen. I wanted a platform for other people like you to be able to share their light and just keep amplifying that, that beautiful light and high vibration into the world. And it's like, even if you get the intuitive download, like, oh, I really like what Stacey's talking about today. Follow up go to her website, see what she's got going on. Like take the next best step. Don't just listen to something and be like, huh, that really made sense. Or that really hit home. Cool. And then not do anything with it. Maybe it's action. applying yeah, action, the aligned action. When mm. you have the alignment, when you have inspiration, it's about taking action then. Cause I mean, Abraham, I'm, I'm a huge love attraction, Abraham person. Like always says, you know, one person in alignment is more powerful than millions who are not, which just means connected who you really are. So mm-hmm. never doubt those quote unquote, tiny things that you may do when you get those inspiration, that mm-hmm. alignment hit that's that amplifies in your life, but also just like the collective consciousness itself. Yeah. And just learning to, to trust it, you know, yes. and I think here's the thing with intuition is we're all born with it. And we learn to shut it down very, very early on in life because we're told that that's just not the way the world works. Like we're a very logical um, world and, and that's okay. Like we need logic for certain things. And so when people, you know, when they're, when they're, cause with human design, decision-making, none of it is made with your head. When it's decision-making in your own life, none of it is made with your head center. And that kind of blows people's minds. It's all, it's all like, it's all body wisdom, which is why I love that we're having this conversation, but it's like, and they're like, well, how do I know? And I'm like, really, it's a trial and error experimental thing. Like, because your intuition is going to hit different than my intuition is going to hit. And the only way that we, we really develop, it's a skill, just like anything else we've got to practice. And so keeping a journal even of just like, Hey, I had this, 
you know, I, maybe I had this dream about somebody or I had this hit to reach out to this person or get on the website and then like watch, like literally write down what comes of it. What like, and it's just kind of like this reminder of, oh, like, yeah, I can trust myself. I can, um, I can do that. And everybody's going to be so different. Like before I understood what intuition was, I remember that for me, it was like this feeling in my gut that I couldn't get rid of. Like, it didn't matter how hard I tried to go in a different direction or ignore it or like, you know, just distract myself from it. It always came back. And that was when I knew that something was like, like I had to do something and I had to take this leap of faith. And, and I think for me, it was always easier, the bigger it was. But the smaller it was, that was like learning how to trust your intuition in the little moments, I think is actually because it's not as loud and like the body whispers, the mind yells. And so like, you're not going to get this like flashing red light of like, this is it, this is it. Right. And it's not going to be like screaming and give you like a party. It's going to be like, move, go do the thing, check out the website, do, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's just like, go on the trip. Like it's so quiet. And learning how to be really present in your life and in your body and giving yourself that space is so important when it comes to honing in that intuition, because it is like, it will change your life when you can learn to listen to that body wisdom and not let your head get involved. See, yep, 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 yep. I was just like, not in my head over here because And I do think like I had to learn that and some people might relate to this too, to the point where my body did have to turn off alarm on alarm, but not in a party way alarm. Like, Hey, there's some really serious physical things happening with you because you keep ignoring this and we need to wake Mm -hmm. you up to actually listen to this. And And it was, it's, and when those things happen, it's from a place of love you know, to get you on the track, to get you to start to listen to those little voices. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a big voice, like a diagnosis or a divorce or blah, 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 you know, like those things are all happening for you. And it's not, and sometimes people think, well, what if I would have known better? I could have done something different. Well, what if that path of least resistance was how it rolled out? Like you didn't know better. If you knew better, mm-hmm. you would have done something differently. But what if the diagnosis, what if the, the big thing that's blowing up right now was the easiest path to get you to where you are now to keep going on the path, to keep expanding, to keep embodying more of who you really are. And Mm. I wanted to ask you, how can we do this? So we're talking about intuition and human design, but like, how do we start to use the human design aspects into like really amplifying our own strengths and like, and, and becoming like our higher selves and embodying that power this lifetime. Mm. Love this question. I think there's, there's so many different, uh, there's so many different things that I could probably, probably pull out of that. Um, I think one of them in human design, and this is, this is kind of a universal law, I would say. And so I'm going to take it from a human design aspect, but I think that it can be profound for anybody who's listening is that, like within human design, again, any decision in your life that is uh, about your path, where you're supposed to go next, what you're supposed to do next, all of that 
is going to be through your body. So it's either like if you're a generator, a manifesting generator is going to come through this sacral motor, like this, this gut feeling. Um, there's also like a, a splenic, um, you can be a splenic authority where it literally comes from your spleen. And it's like this, it's, it's this yes or no based on your health and well-being. Uh, you and I, like we have an emotional wave that we have to write, ride out, but ultimately it still comes back to our sacral motor. It could be through the words that you speak, like, but it's all body driven. And that's like one of the biggest things that I see with other people is everyone wants to use their head to make their next decision. And this is like a huge no-no in human design because your head center, it, you can use it all day long to solve other people's problems, to come up with ideas for other people to like, you can do, you can use your head center all day for that, but you can't do that to understand your next path forward, like your next step forward. You've really got to tune into your body. And I always like, I always talk about, I, I heard this one time um, at a conference that I was at and he said, if you want success, go with your gut. If you want safety, go with your head. And your head's always trying to make sense of everything. Um, and your head does two things. Like it, one, it either makes everything a bigger deal than it really is, right? Like, I'm going to, you know, go do this thing. And it's like, you're going to die. Like, it's just like, well, no, I'm probably not. But like, it likes to go to like worst case scenario. It likes to do that. Um, And then it also, it's always all your head has, your head center has to go off of is past experience or what somebody else has told you or whatever that looks like. And so it doesn't make decisions based on who you are today and who you're becoming. It makes decisions on who you used to be. And so you've got to be very, very cautious that like, just because something didn't work in the past doesn't mean that it's not going to work today because that you're not the same person that you were back then. Right. And so it's like really tuning into um, that body wisdom and in human design, like be, be cautious. Okay. Because <laughs> you can go down a human design rabbit hole. Okay. And I see it all the time. People will, they know all the things about their human design and they, but they don't really know what to do with it and they don't know how to implement it in their life. And so just be cautious. Like I love to say that I am truly like about embodiment. And so it's like, if you're going to do it, do it one layer at a time. And the first thing is like, understand your human design type. If you go to my website, you'll get a free ebook. Um, you can, you can do that kind of stuff. I do little mini readings and everything, but like understand your type and the strategy that is along, like that comes with every type, because just understanding your strategy in life, which is how you're meant to go through life, how opportunities come to you, like all of that, it will, it will open up so many doors. It will allow you to stop fighting against life and like actually started to flow with it. And as you know, we have to let go of some of that control and really give into the surrender of that. Um, but just understanding that piece of the puzzle will open up it will just open up so many things because you're like I mean at least for me you know I was taught my entire life that if you want something you got to go out and get it right like that that's it and so 
I now looking back, I wasted a lot of time and energy <laughs> initiating a lot of things in my life that it's not like they didn't work. Like some of them worked and I can be super grateful for the lessons that I learned and it, whatever. But ultimately, if I would have followed my human design strategy, which is to respond, meaning that when things are in alignment and like when the energy and the timing is right for that thing, it will come to me. I won't have to go seek it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the amount of time and energy I would have saved by just understanding that process and like, and I would have also probably had to learn trust a lot early in my life of what that truly means. But the, this is what I mean by, you know, like just having this simple understanding we're like, wow, I guess like the universe is always conspiring with us. It like truly is. We just don't know how to work with it yet. And this system will allow you to understand how to, how to truly work with the energy that you're, you're meant to be living in and you will stop it. It takes away a lot of frustration. It takes away a lot of anger. It takes away a lot of the impatience that we have in our life. A lot of the bitterness, like it takes the, the disappointment, like it takes a lot of that away because we're not trying to force things that aren't for us. We're not trying to follow paths that just aren't ready yet. Yeah. Amen. And as you're saying that, I'm like looking at my chart. I'm like, oh, wait, what's my strategy? Oh yeah. I'm responding too. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You absolutely are. <laughs> because you described that. And I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. That's how I did. That's, that's how I, I, I operate too. And how this past year in my businesses, how every time that I have implemented that strategy, that's when things have just exponentially grown, but it's getting into the vibration, getting into my own alignment and then taking the aligned action, whether whatever it is related to business or not. And then mm -hmm. I see all these opportunities come to me. And it's like, I don't have to go out there to, like you said, initiate and go, 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 go. It's like, no, allowing that to come right to me. So reconfirmation on my part. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. And I think it's too, it's like, gosh, it's exhausting to do it the other way. Yeah. It's like, so you, and as like, your energy is so important, like your physical energy is so important to what, like carrying out whatever mission it is that you're here to carry out in this planet. And so when you are, when you're struggling, when you're like, when you're exhausted and you're burnt out and it's just like, life just feels so hard. You're not broken. We're just, we're just simply out of alignment. We're just, we're trying to live some, somebody else's design more than likely. And it's hard because whenever I talk about human design, I like obviously obsessed with the system. It's so specific. It's hard for me to like hone in on an, on an episode like this. Cause like, I'd be talking to some people and not talking to others. And so I'm trying to really keep that, but, but it's like when you can learn this specific, unique blueprint of who you are and what it means to be in alignment. And you're not just guessing all the time. It really takes a lot of pressure off. And you're like, okay, like, yeah, this is like, again, if we can get our energy back, then I mean, sky's the limit, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess on that note, 
do you, I just look at the time. Of course, it's like flown by, not non-existent here when we're in the flow and alignment. Was there anything else, Stacey, you feel called to speak about or like wrap up before we start to close the show down today? You know what? I, I trust kind of just whatever came through. I don't even remember what I said. So I, I, I trust what was said in that moment and that hopefully that will, you know, ripple out to the people around you, I guess, like, as I'm talking, I'm like, well, um, I guess it's just like, just be really aware of the ripple. And we've brought this up like a couple of times in this podcast episode of just how important it is to focus on you and how raising your vibration does so much. Like it, it's profound, the ripple that it will create. And so just give yourself that, give yourself that time, like, and also like, give yourself some credit for the work that you're doing because like you're making such a huge, huge um, impact on the world by simply choosing to raise your own vibration. And then when you can start to implement that into your relationships and start to let that roll, like ripple out, even to the person that you meet at the grocery store, the person that's checking you out, like at the grocery store, not, I mean, on the street too, I guess, whatever, but (laughs) (laughs) Like every single person that you interact with, how can you show up in that really high vibration? Because you just don't understand the ripple that that has. And maybe you do, but if you don't, like it all matters. And that's what I got. Amen, sister. And I think one thing I have to say to that is, you know, going back and forth, making sure we were both in alignment for this podcast episode to record we each had to like put our own selves first, whether it's technology, our own energy, like really talking the talk, walking the walk and allowing our bodies and our own energy to be replenished before being of service because you gotta, I mean, God, so cliche, gotta put on your oxygen mask first before you can help other people fill up your cup first, yada, yada, yada. We've all heard it, but are you actually practicing it? yeah yeah that's that's the question for all of us for and for me too it's like okay how can I implement that even more but it was such a beautiful honor and divine timing with you today Stacy. and we end the show the same way every week how may we as the listeners as a huge act of gratitude be of service for you and return today mm. I love this question um you know, I think I have, I have two things. One is what I just said, like today, actually, you know what, this is what's coming up for me. It's just coming through. So I'm going to say it like, go compliment somebody today that you don't know, like somebody on the street, like just when you see somebody who is, you know, wearing something or their smile is just like intoxicating or their laugh or like whatever it is, like just compliment them um would be my first one like that's my it's my little thing for you and then the second one too is like feel free to come book a human design mini session with me they are they're free and I don't know for how long I'm going to be doing them for free but I would love like it literally lights me on fire to be able to show you who you are 
through this lens. And so please feel free to follow the link and do that. Awesome. Oh, beautiful. And I think if you guys are interested in learning more about human design, like Stacey was saying, it's hard to go into detail because everybody's so unique. So this is a beautiful opportunity for you to start to understand if you're into kind of astrology, this is just another form of that. If you kind of like that kind of mentality, it's really going to help you learn how to work with yourself and propel yourself forward. Don't let the chart scare you. I have no idea what the the, the human chart looks like either. That's okay. Um, yes. Thank you so much, Dace, for coming on. It was such a beautiful experience with you today. Oh, thank you so much for having me.